I think for one, it's important for us to remember that the United States of America is not a democracy, it's a republic. If we were a democracy, the popular vote would have determined who the president is. Hey you guys, welcome to another episode of Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host Dana, aka it's Dana B. And I'm Michelle at Modernly Michelle. And today we don't even have a strawberries and lemon. We do not. Right. We just want to jump right into it. More of the story. Go vote. Yes. Yes. Period. Um, we need everybody to vote. Yeah. Um, please exercise your right to vote. <laughs> Here's my thing. I don't know if you saw on Instagram where there was some ad by strippers who were or like pole dancers who were telling people to go vote. So I'm like, we got to do our part. They did their part. They did their part. They did their part. And they went all out when doing it too. It was a very well put together advertisement. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm, I mean, I wasn't doubting before if I was going to vote or not, but it definitely affirmed my decision to vote. Yes. Come on, strippers. You know, yes. I'm like, yes. round of applause. <laughs> You're a mess. <laughs> Crack myself up. But anyway, this is the Rants and Revelations call to action to encourage all of our listeners. If you are a United States citizen over the age of 18, please do your research and go out and vote. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I actually remember the first time I voted, which was when I was 18, and mm-hmm. it was for President Obama. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you are a young, younger listener, please, you know, if it's your first time, just please go out and do it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. You know, it's a cool it thing. I want to make it sound cool for the young kids so everybody can vote. Anyway, let me get on with it. I'm sorry. I'm y'all. like, I don't know if that worked, but do your thing, sis. <laughs> anyway, guys, sorry, guys, I'm whack. All right. So like Dana said, we're just basically um, really, really wanting to use this epi- episode, excuse me, as a chance to just talk about voting and just kind of give some information uh, just so we can be, you know, advocates for it essentially. So first things first, I wanted to start off by saying, please find the last day to register in your state, please. Um, That is the first thing that you should do because you want to make sure that you're not too late and you're unable to cast your vote. So please be sure to do that. It does vary by state. And I'm sure if you go to vote.org, Yes. You'll be able to see that information as well. Mm-hmm. Secondly, please be sure to determine if you want to vote by mail or if you want to vote in person. Yes. I personally, me, myself, and this household will be voting via mail. Yeah. Because, <laughs> girl, coronavirus and these lines, I don't know what's about to go down. <laughs> so here's the thing. Originally, I was so adamant about voting in person just because I was questioning if my ballot would make it to where it needed to be in order to be counted. I didn't want any mishaps. So it's kind of those things where it's like, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Right. I was so determined to vote in person, but then things happened and I ended up having to um, register to vote by mail. Regardless if you're doing it by mail or in person, make sure you you come up with an action plan early because you you don't want anything to happen where you cannot cast your ballot. Exactly. Exactly. So use this time now. We're still in October. Um, and I believe 
typically, and I, again, it varies by state, but I'm pretty sure typically by the end of October, uh, maybe like a week or two before it ends, um, is when everything should kind of be finalized. Of course, yep. like I said, the dates will vary, but look into that for sure. Yep. And um, also, if it is by mail, please be sure to make that request ASAP. So even if it is towards the end of the month, try not to wait until the last second unless you're still determining if you want to vote in person or by mail. But if you know for a fact, like right by right now, like, girl, I'm not mailing it out or girl, I'm not going in line. Right. <laughs> and I'm not going out to vote in person. Just be sure to go ahead and just do it right now. Yeah, I went to register to vote by mail and it honestly took two minutes. So it's not mm. like an extensive time-consuming process at all. Right. Very easy. Well, it's 2020, so things should be as easy as possible now. Well, uh, here's my argument. Okay. We are in 2020. Things right. should be easy. Why should can't be. we vote online? Girl, no, girl. They would hack into the system so Russia. quick. I was going to say that, but I was like, let me not, but you did. Hello? <laughs> Might have to take this out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this is this is staying on air. Russia, we ain't scared of you. Ooh, Dana's not scared of you, child. Anyway, <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> no, but really, I thought that too for a second. I was like, why can't we? The moment that we're able to vote online, it's just going to be beautiful. And why can't we do that? But then I had to like trail it back and be like, you know what? The amount of hacking that could be done, this doctoring, ballots being changed, mm -hmm. the whole entire, everyone's vote getting basically erased. I could see so many things happening online. That's true. So, yeah. Dang. Yeah. Maybe 2060. Probably. Wow. Probably. How old will we be in 2060? We will be in our 60s. Yikes. Wow. That's a lot. You think we'll still be doing Rants and Revelation episodes? In our 60s? Yeah. You know what? We're going to manifest that it may not be a podcast. It may be other types of episodes. Mm, I'm here Or for other it. types of things. But it may not be a podcast, but it'll still be Rants and Revelations on a 60-year-old level. Ooh. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. 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 And lastly, for me, um, if you are going, if you are going to vote in person, just be sure to do your research on how to like your voting site, what ID is required, especially because of the coronavirus, there may be certain restrictions or certain times that things may cut off. You may have to stand in line longer. So just be sure to like do your research and look into that just so you can be prepared. So when the time comes, you're not looking sick. <laughs> looking sick. You're funny. But well said, Michelle. I a thousand percent agree with you. I hope that everyone that's listening, you're doing your part to get out there. And if you can help someone else get to the ballot or you can help someone else fill out their form online to vote by mail, definitely do that as well. Each one, teach one, help each other out. Mm -hmm. I know that this year I was looking forward to driving people to the polls, but I may find, have to find another way to like serve my community. So I'm going to do my research on that at a later time. You know what I can say, I, I think I was watching a commercial or seeing something that there are um, typically poll workers are older mm -hmm. and because they're a more compromised group, there may not be as many old people, older people who are able to go ahead and become poll workers. So they were like pushing for younger people. You know, I believe it was a commercial with Issa Rae. I was like, oh, you guys are very crafty to get Issa to do this. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, but they are looking for or trying to push younger people to go ahead and become poll workers. 
So if that's something that you may be interested in, just be sure to, I don't know where to go. I'm sorry. And I'm not really educated on that. I think I probably stopped watching the commercial at that point, but um, just be sure to look it up and to see, because that would be really cool, especially to let the, the, a more compromised group kind of relax a little bit. Um, even though the coronavirus can come for anybody, but yeah. <laughs> As we currently see, considering the commander in chief recently just found out he and his wife tested positive. Plot twist. So moving on. Uh, if you want to be a poll worker, it is a paid position. So consider that. Hmm. Thank you, Dana. <laughs> okay. So this is not going to be a long episode, but I wanted to talk about the Electoral College. And the reason why I was reading up on it and decided like, oh, I'll talk about it on this episode where we're talking about voting is because I saw a lot of people just saying how like black people need to go out and vote Uh, in the 2016 election. Not as many black people went out and voted. Um, And basically, like, I just kind of felt like Twitter was making it seem as though the reason President Trump is president today is because Black people didn't vote. And I wanted to demystify that, right? Mm-hmm. So a couple of things about the 2016 election. First of all, <laughs> I imagine my neck rolling when I said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In 2016, the turnout for African-Americans coming out to vote, it did dip a little bit. However, Many people know that Clinton, Hillary Clinton, she won the popular vote. Right. And according to the Associated Press, Hillary Clinton had over 2.8 million more votes than Donald Trump. That is the largest popular vote margin of any losing presidential candidate in history. If I had a clean whistle, like I would just whistle right now like, (laughs) yeah, that one. (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> I thought that was interesting because people making it seem as though we're not doing our parts as U.S. citizens. But no, we're all forgetting that there is such a thing as the Electoral College. Mm-hmm. Now, interestingly enough, I always thought the Electoral College, and y'all going to play me because this is definitely showing my Florida public education. <laughs> this. But I always thought the Electoral College was five or six. No always an odd number so they could like break break it if it was a tie always five or seven old white men in a secret room selecting the president sounds very conspiracy <laughs> i don't know if it's because in the back of my head i believe there are one percenters who rule the world and make decisions but when i found out that it's actually 538 people who's part of the electoral college mm-hmm. i was shook yeah In order for anyone to win the presidential election, okay, so let me backtrack a little bit. What a lot of people don't know is the election for president actually happens in two phases. Mm -hmm. The one we're most familiar with is where we go out and we vote. And that's truly important, not only because you're casting your vote for who you would like to see be the president of our country, but there's also different things called ballot measures. So ballot measures is typically you're voting for specific things for your state or for your local government. And in 2016, there were actually some very interesting ballot measures. So 
for example, Arizona, California, Maine, Massachusetts, and Nevada, they were voting on if recreational marijuana can be legal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maine, California, Nevada, they were voting on should there be background checks before someone buys a gun. South Dakota was voting on should they lower the state's minimum wage to $7.50 per hour for anyone under the age of 18. And D.C. voted on whether the D.C. Council should petition Congress to create a new state out of Washington, D.C. So instead of it being Washington, D.C., it would have been called the New Columbia, or not the New Columbia, it just would have been called New Columbia. And then the small governmental district would have still been D.C. Does that make sense? It does. It does. So I just think, I mean, of course, there's other things on there that could be pretty boring, but it's still important and it impacts you. These ballot measures, they don't talk about it on a national level, but you're still making decisions about taxes, redistricting, um, prison laws, like all these kind of things that's important. So you're not just voting for the president. So that's one reason why, why phase one is very, very important to go out and vote. Mm, good stuff. Now, the second part is phase two. And I actually have more questions than anything else. But basically, the way it works is we all go out, we vote on November 3rd. When you vote on November 3rd, you're not necessarily voting for the president. You're voting on who you want to be a part of the electoral college for your state. So if a state is blue, that state is going to have people who typically vote Democratic. Of course, they're individuals, they can think for themselves. The day when they go to post their individual vote, they might surprise people and vote Republican, but typically you're expecting them to vote by the party they align with. So that, does that make sense? That's what you're voting for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think for one, it's important for us to remember that the United States of America is not a democracy, it's a republic. Period. Period. So we always think like, oh, we are like, we're, we live in a democratic nation and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's great. But what we actually live in is a nation where we vote for representatives to make decisions for the masses. If we were a democracy, the popular vote would have determined who the president is. Mm -hmm. But the founding fathers, they didn't want to create a direct democracy. They did not think that the average American was smart enough to vote for his or her own president and vice president. That's why we have the Electoral College. I wonder if the founding father, like, if we were just being founded right now, if it would be the same way. Child, that is a good question. Hmm. I don't even smoke, but I'm like, I feel like I need to be super out in outer space to answer that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. What do you mm -hmm. think? I don't... Mm, probably not. I feel like it'll probably stay the same. <laughs> Look who's president. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think it'll stay the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's one reason why we have the Electoral College. Um, I'm trying to think what else I want to share because I read so much freaking stuff about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So this is actually the question that I do have. So remember I said... Basically, the United States presidential elections happen in two phases. Phase one, the people go out and they vote. They're not voting for the actual candidate. They're voting for their electors, which are the representatives that will make the final official vote 
for the president. Interestingly enough, phase two, which is where the 538 individuals go to cast their vote for the president, doesn't happen until December. And then in January, Congress goes and counts the votes and the new president is sworn in, I think like on January 20th, Uh right? It's a simplified process. But my thing is for as far as I can remember, they always announce the, the winner, like, on election night. They say projected winner. Oh, do they? hmm Oh, I've never caught that. Because as I was reading, I actually Googled, like, how are they able to announce a winner, the, you know, on election night? And I couldn't find anything. But you just gave me the answer. Mm-hmm. And it may even be a little bit different this time because there's going to be so much more of an influx of mail-in voting and just yes. with everything going on with the virus. So it may even be, I wonder if they are going to even say there's a projected winner. Mm-hmm. Um, they might say it, but I wonder if the they'll president win. will still be sworn in in January. I wonder. I'm sure they'll like fight to make sure they still reach that, but because of the virus, it'll be interesting to see how all of this turns out. Mm. I feel like as far as the president being sworn in in January, that wouldn't change. What would change is will the when will the projected winner be announced? Because remember, there's phase one, phase two happens in December. So you virtually have a month to kind of count all those votes so that by the time the electors go in to cast their ballot, you should know how the people voted. That's true. We shall see. So now that I realize that on election night they announced the projected winner why does the other candidate give a concession speech before january i wouldn't concede until i know that i know that i know like i want the electors to vote in december i want congress to count the votes in january and then i'll concede what kind of quitting like quitting attitude is that i think it's one of those things that it just comes with it like it's just something that happens Mm. and I think if you don't concede you kind of seem like that guy oh or gal or gal if they ever let us but you seem like yeah like that person (laughs) you know where it's just like come on bro just sit sit down wow so I think it's just something that just comes with this whole process so then here's another thing if I know that the electoral college votes in december wouldn't i want to like rub elbows with who's going to make those decisions so that whether they're democratic or they're a republican whatever i can get them to vote for me you know what that's very interesting i wonder if they have like some type of like uh any like (laughs) right that or I, what I was going to say was um, like any legal things behind that where you can't or you don't know who they are or something like that. Right. Um, Do you think the electors also vote in the general election? So they vote twice? Dana's getting real conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy theory on y'all right now. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm being funny. Technically, it wouldn't be counted as two votes because yeah. it's like one as a U.S. citizen and then one as an elector. But still, I wonder if like on their ballot where it says president, it's blank. You can't write nothing in. You can't select. Your real vote is in December. In December. Mm. I told you I have more questions than anything else. That is true. Does Google have the answer? I tried. You tried? I, I figured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like I also 
was reading so many random stuff. I didn't get time to really dig deep. But now I'm like, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. know. I don't know. What makes? I don't know. <laughs> the Electoral College vote. <laughs> Ooh, that was perfect. That was perfect. You're a real one. Always on the same page. Always. <laughs> okay. So basically, I said a lot about the Electoral College. This was an opportunity for me to share with Michelle and with you guys about what I've been reading. Of course, there's a lot more research that I want to do. It would have been great if we could have found an expert to come on and sort of like educate us even more. But I'm definitely about to go to YouTube. I'm about to read some more articles. Um, I definitely encourage you guys to do your research as well. Like we don't want to be the stereotypical stupid American. I don't want to prove the forefathers right that I'm not smart enough to choose my own president and vice president. So I'm going to read up about it and educate myself. And I encourage you guys to do the same. Amen, sister. So really quickly, before we jump into revelations, if you want to know what ballot measures are going to be on your ballot for your state, you definitely can Google that. Um, The website I found it on was N as in national, C as in consensus, S as in Sam, L as in Lewis.org. Um, I'll actually go ahead and put it in our details so that you can click the link and just kind of see what other things will you be voting for this year in addition to, you know, what um, electors you'll be voting for as well. And that's awesome because you can prepare ahead of time and do yes. your research. That's something that I always do. Now, I can say one year. What year was that? I thought I got looked well, it up like right before. Because we didn't know. We didn't know. It probably was 2012. Like I was just looking it up like right before. So don't be me. Like just look it up a little bit before. <laughs> Maybe Not the like night while before. You're standing in line. Right, right. <laughs> like, oh snap, what I'm going for today. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. But yes, definitely do your research and do not be a dumb American. Also, just realize that we are not necessarily a democracy. We are a republic. So we're voting for people to make decisions for us. So we want to make sure that we vote for the right people. All right, y'all. So with that being said, let's just go ahead and jump into our revelations for this episode because, you know, Mm -hmm. we always got to give you a little revelation, a little revelate. Mm -hmm. Uh, So for me personally, I am even more swayed towards voting. (laughs) I feel like Dana gave really good information. As you guys know, this is a pivotal election Mm -hmm. and it's just been a very interesting year. So I would definitely say for me, I'm going to make sure I do my part. And uh, yeah. And then also too, another revelation is that, you know, like you can know information about things but not know and have questions. I feel like you were asking so many good questions and the fact that Google couldn't give those, well, I'm not going to say Google couldn't give those answers. It's Google's fault. We have to dig is interesting. It is. It is. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I hear you. I a thousand percent agree. So it makes me question, are other people not asking the same thing? because the search engine didn't optimize the response I needed. Mm. So you really trying to tell me that y'all are not smart enough to vote for your president and your vice president and the forefathers were right. Mm. Hawks head to the side, waiting for you at the dough. At the dough. The dough. 
<laughs> no, but all jokes aside, it definitely was really cool to kind of read this stuff again. I mean, we learned this in civics, but in one ear out the other, you know what I mean? Like you pass the test and you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm moving on. I don't plan on using this in real life. Right. My biggest revelation is the presidential candidate election occurs in two phases. My second revelation is it's not just five or seven old white men in a room deciding who's our president. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, I think, yes, it's very important to vote for our president. And I've heard this over and over and over again. But for some reason, it just makes more sense now. Voting for the president is cool. Yes, it's important. But what really matters is knowing what's going on on the state level. Yeah. We don't realize how much power our mm-hmm. governors, our uh, reps, like we just don't understand. And it makes me want to be even more invested and committed to the election process across all levels. Even if I'm just voting for city council and I don't even have any kids right now because they're making decisions that impact the kids in my community. Right. Well, that's real good. I'm going to vote. Michelle's going to vote. You ask yourself, are you going to vote? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cue stripper music. Boom. I was going to say. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Uh, please be sure to, you know, you can reach out to us on Instagram at ransomrevelations.tv and let us know how you're preparing for this voting season. You don't have to tell us who you're voting for. You don't have to disclose, but if you are doing anything special to prepare for it, uh, please be sure to let us know. And also you can follow me and Dana on our personal Instagrams. So mine is at modernly Michelle. And mine is it's Dana B I T S D A N A B E E. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will talk to you on our next episode. Bye guys. Bye.